You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hey, fam, it's Mr. You. Please enjoy this brief perspective specifically for your ears. It won't take long, but it'll definitely hit strong. We're keeping it all the way short. Counting the cost. So a great number out there, maybe even some of you, would love to forget about the last couple of years or so. I have a question for you today. What did you learn from the past couple of years? If that was a legitimate poll that was asked, what do you think the top three most popular responses would be? Among them, I'm pretty sure there would be some fingers pointed at some entity such as government or institution. But my question is, what did you learn? Where did you grow up? Where did you see the necessity for adjustments, restitution, humility, maybe even repentance of some sort? As starkly different as you probably think the past couple of years were, historically, they're part of a cycle that's going on long before 2020. Yep, that's what I'm implying. There's context for the idea that we've done this before. And this isn't as new as you would tell yourself it is. Ask one of the young people. I didn't say millennials, but yeah. Ask one of the young people of this generation about what they're facing. And they'll tell you this is the first of its kind. Their hairstyles and their struggles are original. The way they talk, the words and catchphrases they use. Nobody's ever done them before. None of this has happened. It's happening to their life right now. It's happening to them personally. It's never happened before now. This is either the worst thing ever or the best thing ever. <clears throat> but we are inundated with forces pressuring us to move into areas we're either uncomfortable with or areas we simply just don't belong. There's some truth to what the younger generation may proclaim. We are facing some presidents that are unique, but sadly, our responses now and in times past to the forces around us are the same. It doesn't appear that we learn from our mistakes. It doesn't appear to be that way at all. It feels like we compound our errors by reacting with pride and not adjusting, not reorienting, and by not counting. By counting, I mean counting the cost before you start to build. Counting the cost before stepping out into the battlefield. Counting the cost before investing everything of note on a project, a plan, a goal, hope, or dream. I just wanted to talk a little time, take a little time today to kind of talk to you, to the creatives in you today. This world in which we live and breathe is constructed creatively. The artist, although shunned in most eras, is the catalyst for most every innovation, invention, and design that we can locate. Don't let the pragmatists fool you. They can't do what you do. They need that creative spark to even initiate the kind of thought that can build anything of worth or value. Profession, industry, organization seem to be aligned against the creative and the artistic. 
at least generally speaking anyway. The lean is toward the common, the path worn down by heavy traffic. One of my most favorite, but also most sobering passages in scripture is Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 to 14. It tells the account of two gates. One is broad and wide, and many people follow it. That's the common road or the more popular road. Although normal, it leads to destruction, the Bible tells us. The narrow path is rarely traveled and often hard to locate. For some, they never locate it. That road is the one that leads to life. The very unpopular path, if I can say so myself. It's implied here that there takes a certain level of vision to know which one to take in every given situation. Following your best friend or listening to your mama might not equate to a favorable outcome. Mark Twain once quoted, Whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it is time to pause and reflect. Mark Twain said, whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it is time to pause and reflect. That's not easy or walking through this life, but it is sound insight. Now, I don't know if the younger generation can understand this, but the most popular songs, the hottest TV shows, the most talked about new movies and the next fads in fashion and vernacular Represent the common path. Yes, your friends do it. Yeah, doesn't look like anything is wrong with it at all. It's basically that that bridge your mother asked about back in the day. You know, the one where you were thinking about jumping off because all, all your friends were doing it. And your mom asked you, are you going to jump too? Yeah, that bridge. That she looks awesome to the hungry mouse. He doesn't even see this, the trap. All he sees is the cheese. He smells and he has tunnel vision for that cheddar. He's not aware of how many jokers just like him got clamped in that death device. And not only will they not have any cheese, they forfeit everything else as well. Regardless of the era and the season, those forces are a part of the package. To many around us, they're that hungry mouse. And all of these common benefits on this common path, that's the cheese. Hungry mouth cheese get it it's an unavoidable reality but now that we know that what's your next move you're creative and you have great ideas you have big dreams is your dream worth fighting for are you willing to surrender them to be a paper pusher a number cruncher and laborer number 516 in a sea of laborers or do you value what you have enough to fight for what it can become and the many that gift can potentially serve like I said earlier, it takes vision to create. So here's my question for you. Do you have the heart? Do you have a, the stomach for a revolution? Don't look to CNN for a revolution. Don't look to Fox News for a revolution. I'm not talking about that kind of revolution. I don't mean the kind of war you can see played out on TV and in movies. I'm talking about a different kind of revolution. You're face-to-face -face right now with a system. For those in the back, a system is a highly organized network or method of doing things, a framework, parts of a mechanism or interconnected network. Essentially, it's a prevailing order. It's not unbeatable or unstoppable, but it's massive. It'll take a revolution to not only operate outside of it, but especially to be successful and prosperous 
outside of its confines. That revolution I was talking about is coming whether you like it or not. The only question is, what side of it will you be on? Do you have the stomach for a revolution? If all you're armed with is a sack of happy thoughts, a hole in your heart that requires constant approval and an incomplete list of checks and balances, you're going to get demolished. Plain and simple. Count the cost before you go change the world. Dig the well before you're thirsty. You got a common road and an uncommon road. Which is the one you truly feel led to take? We're keeping it all the way short. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.